welcome back. Today I'm talking about something that is a little bit different, for the sole reason that happened on March 16th. So it's it's a little bit, almost two months later on, um, but it's still pretty relevant in our society and it's still happening. Not the exact same thing, but um, the hatred behind it is still there and it has been there since early last year. And honestly, it's been there for longer than that, but it's just last year it was kind of... I'm talking about the Atlanta spa shootings on March 16th, well, starting on March 16th. Now, to start off, let me give you some information in case you haven't heard it, or maybe some information that you didn't already know. This was widely talked about when it first happened, so it's very well possible that most people heard about it because it was on every major news outlet, everything. So it's very possible that a lot of people heard of this, but they might not know the facts behind it, or all the facts behind it, which I don't know all the facts behind it, I'll be completely honest. But I do know the updates about it that happened on Tuesday and are still happening, technically. So, Robert Aaron Long, a 22-year-old white man, killed multiple people at three different massage businesses in and around Atlanta in March. Now, a lot of anti-Asian hate crimes have been happening lately since about the beginning of last year, which it has definitely happened since before then. It's clearly happened before then, but it kind of got heightened, especially, you know, once COVID started, because it did originate in Wuhan, China, and that just kind of fueled people's hatred towards someone that looked different than them. And I feel like that kind of set off a whole entire domino effect to a lot of the hate crimes that we're seeing now. Whether it's because of COVID or whether it's a result of people being almost out of their minds, to be honest, because of COVID, which honestly you cannot, you cannot blame COVID on hate because hate is always going to be there. Hate has always been there, but COVID has heightened that to a certain point where people are now acting on it. Now, hate has always been there. I'm not saying that hate started once COVID started. No, we, we know that hate has always been in people's hearts since the beginning of time, but COVID unfortunately started a lot, especially in the Asian community. But all the victims were Korean-American women, and four people were killed at a spa in a suburb in Cherokee County in Georgia. And unfortunately, Robert and Long then drove to Atlanta businesses and killed four more women. Now, it's at first something that very much angered me was when it happened, and I think it was the chief of police. He went on record and held a news conference, and his exact words were, he was having a bad day. That's not a bad day. He massacred those people. He massacred those people. And you're saying that it, it was a bad day? It's not a bad day. He planned that out. He knew exactly what he wanted to do. He knew exactly where to go. He knew exactly which places to go to. He knew exactly what he was doing. That's not a bad day. A bad day is something that's more spontaneous. That was carefully planned out. 
And I don't know how far in advance he planned that out, but it was more than a couple hours. It, it had to have been more than a couple hours because hate on that level and honestly murder on that level has to be meticulously planned because you have to figure out all these different types of variables and all these different types of situations and that takes a lot of time. Now, but I mostly want to talk about the district attorney in Cherokee County. Now, she has not yet indicated that she wanted to seek hate crimes um, penalties against him, against Robert Aaron Long, because two of the victims at the spot in Cherokee County were Asian and two of them were white. So I think she's kind of grappling with the fact that I don't know how if it will be seen as a hate crime in some people's eyes, especially in some jury's eyes. Um, but anyway, she, in my personal opinion, she should um, indict him on hate crime uh, penalties. But I, I can't speak for people. But regardless, um, the prosecutor said that, um, not in Cherokee County, but the prosecutor in Atlanta said on Tuesday that the man accused of killing eight people at spas in and around Atlanta had targeted some of the victims because of, they were of Asian descent. And she was planning on seeking the death penalty against him, actually. It does not make me exactly upset. It kind of makes me happy, but I don't want to say happy. I guess a little bit hopeful because, because someone is trying to avenge these women that died, unfortunately, at the hands of this 22-year-old that should not have even been able to attack these women. Now, there's actually been a rise in anti-Asian attacks, um, like I already said before. And some of the ones were in New York, which that was a big one. There was a wave of xenophobia and violence by the you know economic fallout of the pandemic, according to the New York Times, which really hit New York's Asian American communities, to be honest. And I feel like, and even a lot of the community leaders in the New York Times said that, you know, these assaults, these racist assaults are being overlooked by the authorities and frankly, some news outlets as well, because I feel like there were moments where they did not talk about it during quarantine, which we're still in, but then I feel like there are moments where they did. And I feel like it was kind of a mixture of both, when in reality, it never stopped. It's been happening constantly. It's just never publicized, or really, the authorities aren't really looking to go after the person that caused this. It's kind of more of a just, like, oh, it was a crime. We're not going to bring this up into public. We're just going to kind of deal with this behind closed doors, which should not be happening. It should very well be publicized. And it should very well be talked about more because these people are losing their lives over something that they cannot control. And I often talk about in real life and on this podcast about Black Lives Matter and trans lives. Trans lives and Black lives, they're getting killed because of something they cannot control. No one can control the skin color. No one can control where they came from. No one can control what their ancestors were from, where their ancestors were from. No one can control that. We can't go back in time and say, hey, don't immigrate there, stay there. Or, hey, don't be born there, be born there. 
you can't change that. It's physically impossible. So it's something that no one can control. No one can control what race they are. You know, no one can control if they're black, if they're white, if they're Asian. No one can. And and don't try to say that you are because that you can because you cannot. And it's the same thing that goes with trans. Transgender people cannot control that they're trans. I have met quite a few people that if they had the choice, they would be cis. They would have much rather been born the gender that they are instead of the gender that they were born with. And that is something that I feel like a lot of people have to grapple with and accept that they can't control it. They can't change it. And this is who they are. This is what they look like. This is what they were born into. And unfortunately, you can't change who you are on the inside. The same as some, you know, things on the outside you can't really change. It's... Well, it's just really upsetting because hate crimes are being very underreported right now. And these hate crimes are also very underreported as well, which is kind of um, the same as overlooked by authorities, but in a different sense because people are not reporting this. And I see why. You're, You're petrified to report it. And... Honestly, I feel like some people would much rather just ignore it and just move on with their lives when in actuality, that's never going to leave you. Being attacked like that or being a victim of a hate crime, you're going to be thinking about that for the rest of your life. And there's probably not going to be a week that goes by that you will not think about it. It will always be in the back of your head. It will always be something that you think about on a constant basis. And that's just how trauma works. Because let's face it, that is trauma. And honestly, that can very well turn into PTSD. You know, our, our last president, Donald Trump, did contribute to that to a certain extent, and he used words like the Chinese virus. Um, he kind of blamed it on China, and there's a lot of conspiracies that China actually created it, which I'm not going to talk about this conspiracies because it's kind of like something that does not have enough information, and it's something that, like, I feel like a lot of people feel that either you believe it or you don't, and there's no acceptable answer of, I don't know. And that's just something that I don't want to touch upon because, you know, I'm not really into stuff like that, and I don't really like talking about stuff like that because that's just something that has never really been something that I wanted to bring up. So I just briefly brought that up because he also attributed that to a certain extent. And there was a lot of negative things that he attributed to, especially hate crimes, especially when he used words such as, you know, Chinese virus or called like Black Lives Matter riots or a terrorist organization. When It's not. It is not the Chinese virus. It is COVID-19. Unfortunately, this is something that I have a feeling will forever be in this country and it is woven into what this country is. Unfortunately, hate crimes is something that is not rare. It is actually very active. It's very actively um, everyone's minds, I feel like. And unfortunately, that's something that we cannot change. And unfortunately, that is something that's going to take a lot to change. And it's going to take years and years to change. It's going to take generations upon generations to change. And unfortunately, that's something that... But it's hard to change when people don't agree with that and people kind of push it aside and say that, oh, you know, that's not true. This happens on a daily basis for a lot of different people, and especially someone that is in that community, in one of those communities. It's you you look on the TV, 
you read it on your phone, you read it on your laptop, you just look at any type of news. When you see people that look exactly like you, or that feel exactly like you, or in the same community as you getting killed because of something that they cannot change, being killed because something that you are, that you are a part of, it's petrifying. It's so petrifying to think about, and it's so petrifying to read about and hear about, but it's not something that we can, you know, kind of control, because you can't control other people's actions. But there are laws that can change that. There are ways that we can change that. There are differences and changes that we can make that stop it, and it's no longer going to be a common occasion. It's going to be very rare, but it's something that a lot of people don't want to deal with. It's something that a lot of people just want to ignore. Hopefully, we can do something soon that completely changes this, that makes it better. Um, I really do hope so. I really do. Because I don't want my children growing up and seeing people that look like me, or even possibly seeing people that look like them being murdered on television, or or being murdered just to stay away from them. But that's how I'm going to end today's. Um, I apologize for it being short. This is kind of something that I feel like is going to be brought up a lot more. And I mostly wanted to focus on the Atlanta spa shootings and the stuff that's happening with that. And hopefully I'll touch upon more anti-Asian hate crimes and more information about that. But as of right now, I just wanted to bring to light that there are changes that are happening. I'm very happy about that. Thank you all for tuning into this. Um, I'm sorry for missing last week. I, I really am. I truly am. But hopefully I won't miss another week unless something you know, dramatic happens. But anyways, I hope you all have a good weekend, a good week, and I'll see you next time.